0: Welcome to Outreach Church. Thanks for checking out this week's message. To hear more, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or visit OutreachChurch.net for downloads and service information. Hey, Outreach Church family. Uh, Welcome to our home. We hope you guys had an awesome time worshiping this morning, and we pray that you felt the presence of God as you worshiped along uh, to our Greenville family, our Ringe family, and the people who are watching uh, literally all over the world. Um, we are so glad you're joining us this morning.
1: We hope you all had a Merry Christmas. Um, we love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Our family loves Christmas and we hope you do too. Um, but leading up to it, we all know is a lot of hustle and bustle, a lot of parties, a lot of food, a, of, a lot of busyness. Mm-hmm. And so we just really wanted you all to be able to join in, tune in with us today and In the comfort of your homes, maybe in your pajamas, with your cup of coffee. Do you have your cup of coffee? I do. Roy made this mug, and it's pretty awesome.
0: I made this one, too. I know what you're thinking. How can I get one? You can't.
1: (laughs) So, thank you for joining in. Um, We just wanted to share a little bit. We were asking the Lord what He wants us to share with you all. The day after Christmas, the week leading into New year, and so one of the things that was really on my heart is to give thanks to the Lord and celebrate some of the amazing things that He did in 2021.
0: Yeah, feels weird saying that we're looking back on 2021 already. Yeah, I can't believe that the year is coming to an end. This uh, just feels like it went past so fast, it happened so fast. Um, but yeah, I mean, starting back in January. Um, Of 2021, we launched our first ever uh, location of Outreach Church outside of um, our original location here in Greenville. So awesome. And like everything that feels like the Lord has us do, it wasn't the normal or the easy way. Uh, It's not just not in our town, it's not in our state, it's not even in our region, (laughs) uh, which is crazy, uh, but it's been awesome. And we are coming up on a year in January. And we've seen God do so many amazing things, so much fruit, uh, people's lives being transformed by the gospel, people being born again, people being set free, filled with the spirit, stepping into who they are in Christ. Um, There are people, it's amazing. Yeah.
1: There are people that have said, I've been in church my whole life. I've heard the word of God. I've known the word of God, but it's coming alive. And that is so exciting to hear. That is so exciting to hear people coming alive the gospel, walking um, their life out in the gospel and in the truth of Jesus, it's just amazing. Yeah,
0: that's, I mean, honestly, that's why we exist. That's why we exist as people, um, you know, is to uh, to walk in relationship with him, to know him, uh, and then the byproduct of knowing him is you want everyone else to know him. Yes. Uh, but it's also why we exist as a church, is for people to come to know Jesus, either, you know, the people that have never heard of him or people that thought they knew him to know him in a deeper way. And to see that happening, not just here in Greenville, but also, um, in Ringe, and, you know, we get all emails right. all from all yeah. over that, you know, that was one thing that, that happened in, in 2020. Um, that was so crazy was we had no idea what was about to happen, but we felt this urgency to be able to live stream services and worship. And so in January and February, we were really pushing to get all that stuff in place and get it ready and, and do it excellently. Mm-hmm. And then obviously March of 2020 hit. And while, you know, it wasn't a good thing, um, God used it for so much good. Yes. And we have seen so many people, um, around the country, but in all different parts of the world that are now regularly joining us and, and feel like they're a part of our church family is what they say. And so you know, we're thankful for that.
1: Yeah. I am personally thankful for, um, the Lord giving such a grace on the travel mm-hmm. in 2021, um, Roy has had to travel, has gotten to travel, to Ringe every single month, um, except for December. Mm-hmm. Some months, and, twice. Yep, yeah, some months, twice. I've been able to go with him, and our kids have been able to come some. But the crazy thing is, is Roy did not like flying. Mm-mm. It was actually one of his least...
0: Like sweaty, palm sweaty hated
1: palms Sweaty palms, he hated it. And the Lord... The Lord's grace obviously is all over it, and now Roy enjoys it. It's been an amazing year of travel, Mm -hmm. and I just love that whatever God calls us to, He equips us for. He gives us the grace to do whatever He calls us to, and that is just something I'm really thankful for, too.
0: Yeah, and not just to be able to do it, but to be able to enjoy doing it. You know, that's something I'm really thankful for, is it hasn't felt like a burden. It hasn't felt like a hardship on our family. Um, it's felt like a joy. Uh, there's been grace on it. It's been fun. And like I said, when you're seeing fruit and you're um, doing what you know God's called you to do, there's a joy that's found in that that's been really awesome. Uh, obviously, you know, we we've face we've faced some challenges with it. Uh, you know, anytime God calls you to something, there's always going to be a couple giants. Yep. Uh, but the good news about knowing that he's called you to it is you can have confidence that he has a plan and a purpose and so we just kept following him and we're we're just are thrilled with the way things are going and with all the testimonies that have already come and we look forward to what god has in store as well for for orange also for greenville i mean one of the things that you know everything that happened this year wasn't good uh Definitely on the surface some hard and there were there were actually we went through a really intense season as a church family where um, in a short time, we lost three people from either our South Carolina or Ringe Church family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really hard. Um, you know, it was, it was tough. It was a tragic loss. and But even in those times, there was beauty found in the way the, the body of Christ responded and getting to see the church, be the church to each other and, and love each other and encourage each other. And you guys did such an awesome job of just showing the love of God Uh, Two members of our church family that were hurting and being so helpful and pitching in and doing everything needed to be done. And, you know, while it was a challenging time and while it was a hard time and while it was a sad time, I was also there was beauty in that.
1: There was like even our worship team coming together and putting on celebration of life services for families that wanted that. And um, people just bringing food Surrounding oh people with food and being the hands and feet of Jesus, yeah. really just meeting practical needs. Mm-hmm. We are so thankful for the loving church family that we have, mm-hmm. and you all are just we're thankful, yeah. and it's amazing to see, beautiful to see. Yeah,
0: and I mean, you know, we've seen, um, you know, even we found out that we weren't going to be able to use the overflow space anymore, and, and a lot of our children's classes anymore. Uh, but one of the amazing things about Um, The culture of our church family is that when something like that happens, rather than panicking or being angry or being upset, uh, you know, we always just start asking, okay, so what does the Lord have? You know, the natural response when we face something like that is, okay, God must have something. And that's been another amazing thing that we can celebrate this year is that, um, you know, here in Greenville, We have a new location we're going to be able to meet at starting in February of next year. That's going to have all the classrooms we need for our children's church. It has a sanctuary that's big enough for us to do one service, which we haven't been able to do in a long time. And I'm really looking forward to that, as well as to be able to grow and not run out of room for kids or for people in the sanctuary. And uh, what a blessing that is to be able to share space with another church and walk in unity even with another church here, Monaghan Baptist in Greenville. Um, we just are so thankful for I'm that.
1: I'm really excited for that because I think it's so important in the heart of the Lord for us to, for His body to walk in unity yes. and walk in love. And that's one way the world is going to know the Lord and come to see, like understand His love is when His bride, His body comes together in mm-hmm. unity. Yeah. And so it's it's very important to the Lord and important to us. And so we're excited about that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, uh, we don't know what 2022 has in store, um, but we do know this, uh, no matter what we face in 2022, no matter what we go through, uh, no matter what, uh, you know, amazing experiences we have or challenges that we face, either way, we can go into it confidently expecting that we'll see God move yeah. and that everything we experience is an opportunity for us to look more like Jesus. And we've been talking about that a lot, yeah. just with with between ourselves about how we can look like Jesus more in every opportunity and and everything that we go through in life.
1: Yeah. I was um, walking and praying, I think it was last week or the week before and just reminding myself, being reminded of Jesus is the point Mm -hmm. of life, right? He's the whole, like our lives being transformed into the image of Jesus. We don't get to choose the circumstances. Most of the time, the Mm -hmm. circumstances that come at us or, You know, life happens to all of us. That's just the truth. Like, life happens. Um, And sometimes it's really, really hard things. And so many of us, so many of you guys have seen that um, in 2020, 2021. Like, real loss and grief and pain. But no matter what life hands us, what life brings, we can look more like Jesus on the other side of it, dependent on. How we respond, Mm -hmm. and how we spend our days, Mm -hmm. and how we, yeah, just respond to those circumstances, and what we do beforehand.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's one of the most important things: is how are we living our lives before we get to those moments, both the good moments, you know, that we celebrate, um, and the hard times that that we don't celebrate. The thing about it is, is that, you know, oftentimes our response in the big moments in life, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a, a, a peak of a mountain or a deep valley, that's what people see. And that's what is noticed and talked about. The truth of the matter is, is most of our life is lived in those gaps in between. Right. You know, we, we don't live mountain, 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 valley, valley, valley. You know, it's like we have an amazing experience, you know, that when we look back on our lives the highlight film of our life um and then we have the the hard things that that we look back at that we mark time by as well but the majority of our lives is spent in those yeah. in between days
1: right and i love i love this quote that says how we spend our days is how we live our lives yes like our days our moments like all these days that can tend to seem insignificant mm-hmm. or you're just going through the motions or doing the same thing, getting up and going to work or doing whatever you need to do day to day. That's how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. And so if we can be intentional about how we spend today. Yes. I mean, that's going to make a big difference for our tomorrows. Yes. That, um, the, the quote, one day I will live in the fruit of this moment. Mm-hmm. It's so important to yeah, remember. It is. Like, what I do today will have an impact on my tomorrows. Yes. And it's so important to remember that.
0: Yeah, because, you know, most of the big days, we don't have a, a warning about.
1: Right.
0: You know, we don't get a heads up. Um, we They start like every other day. And once we find ourselves in one of those life-changing instances, like I said, whether it's the... It's the good things, you know, in, in the good times, do we keep our attention on the Lord so that they don't, you know, blessings don't carry us away from our need for him. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, we've seen, we've seen, uh, you know, in people's lives where you you can watch on TV, you can watch, you know, the lottery ruined my life. It's like, why? Because the, 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 days spent living up to that moment didn't prepare them for when that moment came. And, you know, by the time the moment comes, it's too late to go back and try to, you know, relive those days and be prepared for it. Um, and so we were talking a lot about how, you know, we, we don't get to choose what happens to us often in life. You know, some things we get to choose, but there's often things that we just they're out of our control. But we can choose two things. And one is how I live my life in the days leading up to that moment and then how I live my life. After that moment happens in response.
1: Yeah. 1 Timothy one five says, The goal of our instruction is love. From a pure heart, good conscience, and sincere faith. So our goal is love. Like Jesus, God is love. Our mm-hmm. goal is to look more like him. To represent him mm-hmm. to people and to, to represent him in the circumstances that we walk through. Like, there is opportunity to respond to everything we go through like Jesus. And we can only do that by the power of His Spirit inside mm-hmm. of us. But we have the gift of yes. His Holy Spirit inside of us, which is amazing.
0: Yeah. And, and the truth is, is that if we're having to try to figure out what our response should be in the moment, we're kind of late. You know, if that's where we are, then yeah. okay, stop and you figure it can. out. Yeah. But man, how much better would it be if it was actually something we've become before that? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's what, um, you know, has really been pressing on me is, you know, every day I have an opportunity to become more like Jesus. And if I'm choosing into him in those days, I'll find it easier to live like him on that day. Right.
1: You say so often people trying to live like Jesus in public without living like him in private is recipe for burnout. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. It is. It's like what we do in the day to day, the the mundane, the not so exciting things, the not not the mountaintops, mm-hmm. not the big valleys, but the day to day what we do in those times is so important. Mm-hmm. And so, spending time with the Lord, like waking up, spending our mornings, a portion of our mornings yeah. with Him is so helpful um, when we go out and face our days, whether it's going to our job or driving driving down the road, like whatever it is we're facing that day. We already have our mind and our attention and our thoughts on the Lord, mm-hmm. opening His Word, growing in His Word, and asking Him to to change us, to help us to look more like Jesus and to yield to His Spirit is so important.
0: It is, and you know, that's, I think that's the beauty of following Jesus and being led by the spirit, you know, is, is that, yeah, we have these amazing times, you know, that are awesome. Like Jesus, you know, goes up on the Mount of Transfiguration and he's transformed and his appearance changes and voice thunders from heaven and the disciples that are there see him and, you know, they see Moses and Elijah and 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 th- but that was one, you know, one instance or when the, the clouds open when he's baptized and the Holy Spirit descends upon him. But, you know, there's there's years before that that we don't read about um, where it says he learned obedience through things he suffered. Yes. And it's like, man, those those days that we don't read about where he was just going about his life being led by the Spirit of God are what prepared him for the moments we do read yes. about. Um, and I think God enjoys that. I really do. I I was, I was, um, reading Jeremiah earlier in Jeremiah two, and this is the Lord, you know, God, when he's speaking to his people, he tells the prophet Jeremiah says, go and tell the people this. And he says, I remember the devotion of your youth. How as a bride, you loved and followed me through the wilderness, through a land not sown. And I was, as I read that, I was thinking when God looks back on his time with Israel fondly, Yes, there was rebellion, but he doesn't think about that. He doesn't talk about that. Yes, um, they wandered longer than they needed to because they didn't mix faith with hearing the word, but he doesn't, he doesn't talk about that. Um, Yes, there was the parting of the sea or the water flowing from the rock. What what he talks about and what he remembers lovingly is how they just followed him every day, you know, and he loves that. He says, he says, I remember the devotionary youth. How as a bride, you loved me. And followed me through the wilderness, through a land not sown. And I was just thinking, like, I know that we all want the big experiences. But I think as much as that, God loves this the day-to-day following him through life. With our attention on him.
1: It's so important to remember that before we are anything, like any of these titles that we have, whether it's a wife, a mom a doctor, a lawyer, whatever, teacher, a pastor, a a pastor before any of these titles that we have, we are sons and daughters of God. Mm -hmm. And that is so beautiful. And so like, he's been reminding me that of that a lot lately Mm -hmm. in the last few weeks, especially like to slow down and remember before I do all this stuff that I need to do, that I get to do, Mm -hmm. um, To remember that I am his daughter, that he loves me, that I'm in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Like that is what, it's so amazing. And that's what fills me up the most, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's things I'm praying for and there's things that I'm waiting to see happen and that I believe that the Lord wants to bring to pass things that I'm hoping and believing and praying for. Mm -hmm. But I've been reminded lately a lot, and I'm so thankful for it, is like, even if I get all these things, even if I had all of those things that I've been waiting for and trusting him for and believing for, if I don't have his presence with me and I don't have his love and an awareness of his His presence and his peace, like, I'm going to feel empty. Yeah. I'm not going to feel fulfilled. Like, yeah. our fulfillment yeah. is meant to come from the Lord
0: alone. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's why he says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and then all these things will be added to you is because I think you can actually properly enjoy the all these things that He wants to add to your life mm-hmm. when they're not the way that you're being yes. fulfilled yes. or that you're finding your joy. So it's like, I think what God is meaning is like, if you discover His kingdom and you discover what it is to become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, then when all those things that, that everybody else is chasing for that they think are gonna fulfill them or added to your life, mm-hmm. you actually can enjoy them because they're not your source. Right. So they add to your life, they add to joy. But because if it's the other way around, like even if it made you feel good for a moment, it's gonna actually lead to disappointment because yeah. you're gonna realize that all those things you were chasing didn't fulfill you. That's
1: right, they're not meant to. The no. Lord created us. To find our fulfillment and our identity in him alone. Mm -hmm. And then we can, everything else is an overflow, right? So our marriage, like we each individually are meant to find our fulfillment, our identity in God in the Lord. And then we can love each other and we can enjoy a relationship, Mm -hmm. our marriage and all of that out of the overflow. Yeah.
0: And because then I can actually love you. Yeah. Because I'm not doing the things I'm doing so that you will do the things that you do. I'm doing the things that I do for you because I love you. Right. And so it's a pure love. There's not a hook or a string attached. Then there's not an expectation or a demand. And then there's not disappointment when that's not met. Um, and and I actually can love you purely. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just feel like in so many ways, you know, whether it's our marriages, whether it's our, our businesses, whether it's our friendships. Yeah. Um, if our we or children, even, yeah, if we would find our fulfillment in being loved by him and in knowing who we are in Christ, yeah. it makes everything else just kind of line up and fall into place. Yeah. And then we actually can enjoy life more right. because we're not trying to find our joy in life. Right. We found it in him.
1: And same, like we're not trying to find our joy and our fulfillment in the things that God gives us yes. or brings us. His presence and his love and what Jesus did on the cross is like more than enough. Yes. And then everything else he does and adds to it is. It's just more a bonus. <laughs> and that's why
0: David said my cup runs over. Yeah. It's like, cause my cup is always full and it should always be full with the joy of salvation, yeah. with the joy of knowing him, with the joy of knowing who I am in Christ. So if my cup is always full, then that means anything he pours into my life on top of that is just overflow.
1: Remembering our first love, Jesus. That is so important.
0: Yeah, like we talked about last week, even, that, you know, just the joy of our salvation being restored, you know, and, and never, never being you know, like little kids that are more excited about the box and the wrapping paper and the bows and, and all the, the the exterior things, being more excited about that than actually what's in the box, you know, the, the gift that is Jesus. Um, and so, if but if our joy is found in Him, then everything else is just and amazing on top. It can't be taken
1: away. It can't yes. be taken away. Because He'll never leave us, right.
0: He'll never forsake us. And He said, Who the Father's given me into my hand, nobody can take from me. Mm -hmm. So that means no one can take our joy from us and no one can take us from our joy, which is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: So 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think it's important that we remember that it says, that we are to give in thanks, uh, give thanks in yeah. everything, not for everything. Because obviously, there's things we face in life that are not from the Lord, right. and we're not thankful for it. Right. Even if we're thankful for what it produced in our life right. as we pursued Him. Right. But the, that goes back to what we were talking about before: is that when we find ourselves in a situation, we're not thankful to be in if we're choosing Jesus and we're choosing him and we were choosing Jesus and choosing him before we found ourselves there, we can always find something to be thankful for. I mean, even when we go through the saddest thing in life, which is, you know, like the death of a loved one, which some members of our church family went through this year, which we went through this year, um, you know, with losing family members that, you know, it, we grieve and it hurts. And, and, you know, we're not robots that just turn off our emotions and, and, you know, say, well, that's okay. But, in the middle of that process, you know, we, we're, we're thankful for the gospel. Yes. Because if not for Jesus, then that's a total loss. That's, that's Mm -hmm. it forever. But because of the gospel, because of the hope we have in him, we realize it's just a momentary goodbye. Um, you know, and then there's eternity waiting on the other side of that. And so while we grieve, you know, we still have that hope and we still are thankful in the middle of our grief um because the promise of eternity is greater than the physical loss that we face here in the moment
1: and also being thankful that we have a god who sees us mm-hmm. and we have the the holy spirit who is our comfort yeah comforter and so even though we walk through those hard times of grief, pain and loss we have the presence of the lord with us
0: yeah yeah, and, and we the other, can
1: experience his peace that goes far beyond what we're seeing and experiencing yeah. and under and what we understand. Like his peace, it's supernatural and mm-hmm. it's so powerful. We've experienced that, we have, you know, many times yeah. <laughs> in and, our
0: lives. But and, and then on the other side of it, you have when you go through amazing times, remembering to be thankful Thanks. in those times, you know, keeps us from letting the things that he does for us. Become something that takes our attention away from Him. Right. It's like you know, if we would remember in those times, in the in the good times, the awesome times, which we have so many uh, of those in life, you know, He leads us into to green pastures. He leads us into calm waters. You know, it says that we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but where He's leading us is is where, and His desire to lead us is green pastures, still, and still waters. waters. Mm-hmm. He quiets us and He restores our soul for His name's sake, and so. In those times, it's super important that we remain thankful yes. and that we remember Him during those times, mm-hmm. uh, because just like we can have our attention taken during a valley, we can have our attention taken during a peak. Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing that keeps us from losing our attention on Him in those days is keeping our attention on Him in all the days in between.
1: Right, and that goes along with what we're talking about as far as spending time with the Lord yes. and giving Him thanks in everything. It says. That's his will for our lives. In Christ. In Christ is to give thanks in everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we would just love to encourage all of our church family um, as we look at the year ahead. You know, there's there's nothing magical about January 1st. But oftentimes as we turn the calendar um, and we kind of turn the page, in our minds we do the same thing. Yeah. And we start looking at the year ahead. We look at the year that's behind us. And we look at the year that's ahead of us and we start making goals and we start, you know, with vision and that's all good. That's all really important stuff. Um, but one thing we would love to encourage our church family with in that is to make spending time in the word every day, a priority. Yeah. Um, and I would encourage you to do it in the morning. You know, there's something about just seeking him first. Like it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. And, and that is a, that is a life thing. But it's also, I I feel like a great day thing to seek first his kingdom and his, you know, seek first for my perspective to be, to remember that I'm part of the kingdom of God and the righteousness I found in Jesus and to spend time in the word. And it changes my perspective um, in the moment, but it also gives me the right lens that I then see the rest of my day through.
1: Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to challenge everyone in is because Like we said, how we spend our days is how we live our lives. So today, what can I do today to look more like Jesus? And what that can look like is just taking a step back, just Mm -hmm. pausing for a moment. In any circumstance we are facing throughout the day, whether it's like we're on the road driving somewhere and there's, I mean, traffic, like It's so bad around here. We used to be able to pull out on the Hampton from right outside our neighborhood and always go. And now we have to wait like five minutes, five whole minutes. And so traffic is crazy. But anyways, whether it's in the middle of traffic or um being at home with your kids and you know, sometimes that can be challenging and it can be hard when you're having to discipline kids and clean up mm-hmm. the same messes over and over again, or, you know, maybe you're, You have a job that's a bit stressful or whatever it is, like taking a moment to just step back and pause and before responding, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. That is life-changing, life-changing because instead of just responding, freaking out in a moment or having a quick response, just pausing for a moment. And maybe even lifting up your hands, I've done that before, where I just lift up my hands and say, Holy Spirit, I'm choosing to yield to you in this moment. Mm-hmm. And He comes every, every time. single time. Yeah, Because the Lord wants us to respond like Him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's what it means to be led by the Spirit of God. You know, uh, with so many things, I think sometimes we think of like the, the big long-term thing, you know, of like, you know, God leading me to, to this job or to this country or to this place. And it's like, yeah, he wants to lead us in all those things, but he wants to daily and then hourly and then minute by minute lead us. And a good thing for us as followers of Jesus who are led by the spirit in the footsteps of Jesus to ask ourselves is what's leading me here. I'm about to respond. I'm about to say, I'm about to write, I'm about to type, um, you know, I'm about to act. Mm -hmm. What has led me here and what is leading me from here? And if it's not the spirit of God, if I can't see the footsteps of Jesus, then I need to stop. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, just ask the spirit of God to come and lead me in that moment and show me how to respond or which way to go Mm -hmm. or should I just be quiet? Should I hit that backspace?
1: I love what I just read the other day. It's such a good reminder. Like the Holy Spirit not only wants to do these amazing big things, you know, whatever it is we're, when, we're, when we think of oh, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. showed up, right? The fire I'm, of God. Yes, the fire of God. The Holy Spirit just as much wants us to shut our mouths sometimes mm-hmm. and be quiet. Or Mm -hmm. to speak up or to not respond or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like all of those things, we can be led by the spirit and they're so powerful. And
0: yeah, Yeah, and that's what the spirit says, that those who are led by the spirit, that these are the sons of God, the daughters of God, you know, that we are, can only live like children of our father by being led by the spirit. And it's important for us to realize that, yeah, he cares about the big things, Mm -hmm. but he cares about all the little things too.
1: They're not really living. And
0: now. yeah, if we see it for what it is, we would realize that, man, so many times something big hinges on something little. Yes. So it really isn't that little, is it? So, yeah, uh, we wanted to encourage you guys with that um, as we as we look ahead at the, at the year ahead of us um, to really just be mindful of, am I really following Jesus
1: and being in the word? um, The word is powerful. The Bible tells us it's powerful, it's active, and it's sharper than any double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. So when we're in the word, allowing it to chip away at all of those things in our lives that don't look like Jesus.
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. actually, when we read the word, asking the Lord, what does that look like for me? You know, not reading it for my wife, not reading it for my children or for my friends or for that person I'm thinking about, but reading it and asking the Lord to to reveal to me by His Spirit, what does that mean for my life? What does it look like for me to yield my life to that truth? You know, what has to get cut away or, or chipped away or, or what is that healing, you know, that's been broken? Um, not just reading the Word so that I can say I read the Word. Right. But actually, like, meditating on it and thinking about it and asking God to reveal to me why he had me read that, why he had a man write that, and what does it look like for me to actually make that? How does that word become flesh Mm
1: -hmm.
0: by my life being transformed by it?
1: Right. And, you know, just, just thinking about the cutting away and stuff, that process doesn't always feel
0: Good in the moment, right?
1: No. no. <laughs> sometimes it feels anything but
0: usually good. <laughs> it doesn't feel good in the moment, just being honest.
1: You know, just thinking even back when I was really growing in my relationship with the Lord, there was a time where he called me to pull away. I know it's generally not um, super healthy for people to go in these isolation, but sometimes the Lord calls us to pull away from our normal friends and our normal routines and mm-hmm. sometimes relationships, whatever for a time. Right. And the whole purpose, I didn't understand it at the time. And so it could have felt lonely, but I pressed into him and I knew it was him calling me into it. So mm-hmm. I really pressed into his heart, read the word. I would journal and pray and stuff. And looking back, I can see where that time where he called me to pull away, even though it felt maybe a little lonely at times, It was for the purpose of me finding my fulfillment in Him. Like growing in friendship and in relationship with Him. So that's an example of like, you know.
0: Yeah, that word didn't feel good in the moment. It didn't feel good in the moment. And the thing about that is, is that if we're trusting Him with our lives, when He does call us to something like that, even if it doesn't feel good or it's not what we would choose sometimes. Like there's, you know, there's times where there's things that, that I just generally wouldn't choose. Um, but I trust him enough that I know now that if he's calling me to it, it's unto something. Right.
1: And sometimes it's to grow us in our, well, I think always to grow us in faith. Him, But sometimes it's to chip away at those things. Like maybe, um, we need to grow in patience more or we need to grow in, um, strength and learn how to use the armor of God and different things like that. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, The crazy thing about the Lord preparing us for things, you know, great things. Um, You know, if you just read through the Bible and you read all the different things that he called people to, there were so many times where they they spent years doing something that wasn't what they were called to, Mm -hmm. but it was preparing them for the thing that he had created them for. Mm -hmm. And he usually didn't come to them and say, hey, do a really good job and be faithful with this because it's preparing you for this. Right. Right. And that's why just our obedience, you know, talks about Jesus, you know, learning um, obedience through the things he suffered. It's like learning to to obey because we know that on the other side of obedience, there's always blessing, um, but there's also always a greater, um, just a, a knowledge of him. Like we discover something about him and it solidifies something in us about the father, you know, every time we obey, especially when we don't see why. Right. You know, and
1: sometimes like it might be a big thing as we're heading into the new year, like ask the Lord, are there things you want me to leave behind? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe 2021, maybe you didn't make the best choices in 2021. You know, we've all probably can look back and, you know, think of things we did that we probably shouldn't have done or that we would do differently if we could. So what does the Lord want us to leave behind? His Mm -hmm. grace so thankful for his grace and, you know, covering us and his mercy. He's so good. Um, But what are things that he maybe wants us to leave behind as we head into the new year? Or maybe there are things that he wants us to pick up Mm -hmm. as we're heading into the new year. And again, I was walking um, just recently and the Lord was reminding me of, maybe there are things that he wants us to let go of, but we've talked ourselves out of Um, out of doing it, whatever Mm -hmm. He's asking us. We've maybe talked ourselves out of it because it's not a sin. It's not a big thing. We start wondering, well, maybe it's just my own mind thinking this. Maybe it's not the Holy Spirit, you know, asking me to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really want to encourage you to step out in faith and in obedience because you never know what kind of breakthrough and freedom is on the other side of your obedience. You don't have to, He doesn't often tell us to where we understand exactly why he's asking us to let something go or to pick it up. Right. But he's after our heart and he wants us to walk in close relationship with mm-hmm. him where he can trust us. If he can trust us in those small things.
0: Then he can trust, then us, he can in trust the, us in the bigger, in the bigger things. things. And so that's why we say there probably are no small things. Right. Because faithful with the little makes you ruler over much. Well, if you see the little as little, it's hard to be faithful with it. Yeah. And so maybe the way to much is to consider everything much.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah. I, I, and I think all of good... this
1: is, is relationship with the Lord. Yes. Right? It's all relationship. He wants to walk with us mm-hmm. in our days. In any circumstance we face, like, He wants to walk with us. Yes. And He wants us to partner with Him and to, like, pray, commune with Him, talk right. to Him. But, but so often we do all the talking And I want to encourage you to take time to listen. Yes. Yes. That's what communication is, right? Good communication is talking and listening.
0: Yeah, it's not a monologue. You know, um, God doesn't need our sermons as much as he wants our conversation and wants our communion. And so, yeah, I would would encourage anyone um, to spend time in the Word, to seek his face, um, to be with him to start your day, to spend time praying throughout the day. You know, prayer is one of those things, the more you do it, the more you want to. Um, and so I would encourage our church family to be people of prayer. Prayer changes things. It changes us and it changes other things. Um, but every time I come into his presence and come before him and pray, I leave different. My perspective, my attitude, um, my thought, whatever it is, you know, it, I can't come into his presence and commune with him, and leave the same as I came in. It's just, it's impossible.
1: Be people of prayer. Outreach Church is a house of prayer, and we want it to be even more so. Yes. It's always been very important to us to be a house of prayer, but the Lord wants us to be people of prayer. And so if you, just a tool that um, my brother shared a couple of years ago that I've latched onto and shared it with many people, and they've said it's been helpful to them mm-hmm. um, in praying more, and being intentional with prayer is something called FFCC. And it stands for family, friends, church, and country. And so if you commit to praying for all those things, I mean, it pretty much covers everything, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, you find yourself praying for people you wouldn't have normally prayed for or about things you wouldn't have normally prayed for. Um, And as you're kind of focusing your attention in different categories, the Lord will bring things to mind. Um, that are on his heart for you to pray for Um, because that's really what we want to do is we want to pray the things that are in on the Lord's heart we want to you know we want that heart to be in us and as we're praying
1: praying the word of God yes if we want I mean those are powerful prayers when we pray the word of God Mm -hmm. and mix our faith with the word of God his word yes so powerful and that's why we need
0: to be in the word yes yeah but, you know jesus said that the holy spirit would bring to our remembrance all the things he said and so i want to just um encourage you with this that even if you get alone and you spend time in the word and you don't leave with that you know just light bulb revelation moment you know because many times you'll spend time in the word and you won't leave you know right. with that that amazing you know you'll have those times but sometimes it just feels like you just read the word and you just know the word more than you did before but there's a day coming Um, where that seed that's been deposited in you will bear fruit. And when you need it, it will be there because you've deposited. You know, David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I wouldn't sin against you. It's like, I've put your word in my heart. And that word being in my heart is keeping me from something um, that I may not even know what it is. Or it's going to come and the Spirit of God will bring it to my remembrance at a time. You know, I don't necessarily always know, okay, I learned this today so that on this day I'll have it. It's like, I just know that whatever I need will be there if I am um, putting his word inside daily and regularly.
1: So powerful. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, So we want to um, take communion now as a family. And so if you have your communion elements, go ahead and get them out. If you don't, just take a minute and uh, send one of the kids or go run and grab it yourself. Um, Just something that you can take for the body of Christ and something you can drink for the, uh, the blood of Christ and... Um you know this is something I want to encourage you guys that you don't have to wait for a certain sunday um you don't have to wait for a certain place you can do this with your family you can do this by yourself uh you know Jesus said do this as often as you eat and drink of it in remembrance of me and it's always a good time to remember the body of Christ and the blood of Christ and and what he accomplished um you know here on earth on our behalf and the more mindful we are of that, the more we'll live in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you have your um, your bread or your the body of Christ, we're gonna take that first. And you know, Paul said, because we don't rightly discern the body, many of you are, are sick or even sleep. And he you meant know, dead. And what he was saying is that you know sometimes we don't understand everything that was paid for. And you know, you know, God said through Hosea, he said, my people are perished for lack of knowledge. He said, my people, you know, not. The world perishes for lack of knowledge. My people, you know, his people, good people, um, perish because of what they don't know. And 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 so we don't want to be ignorant that, that that he bore our sickness and our sins. It says that 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 our infirmities he bore in his body. And it says, and by his stripes we were healed. You know, Peter says that. You know, when we read the first, it says, by his stripes we are healed. But then Peter referencing that says, By his stripes you were healed. So we are healed and we were healed mm-hmm. by the stripes of Jesus. And, and not just for, um, you know, one aspect of our healing, but he died for us to be sozo. Yes. To be saved, healed, yeah. delivered, made whole, mm-hmm. uh, clean conscience. You know, all the things that, that he, he bore in his body for us. And so as we take the body of Christ, we want to take a minute and just remember everything that he suffered and endured on our behalf. Thank you so much. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you for the body of Christ that was broken for us. We thank you that that he was torn so that we could be made whole, that he was uh, despised so that we could be accepted. We thank you, God, that by his stripes we are and we were healed. And then the blood of Christ, the, the most precious substance that's ever existed. is the blood of Jesus that was capable of silencing the blood of Abel that cried out and demanded justice from the ground. It was capable of, of creating a new covenant, a new way for us to walk in covenant with God. That it would no longer just be a year-to-year covering of sin, but it would be the removal of sin. By the blood of Jesus, the spotless lamb shed for us, when he became sin that knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that our spots were taken away and we were given a robe of righteousness that now we can boldly come into his presence in our time of need because we're not there because we had a good day or because we were good people or because of uh, us earning our way in, but we know we come before him covered in a robe of righteousness that Christ paid for on the cross by the shedding of his blood. God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed for us, for the forgiveness of and the removal of our sin. God, I thank you that it wasn't enough for you to just forgive our sin, but that you removed it You've taken it as far from us as the east is from the west and separated us from our sin so that we could stand before you holy, blameless, upright, and beyond reproach so that we can boldly enter into your throne room and stand before you in our time of need and obtain grace and mercy. I thank you, Father, for this new covenant that we have. I thank you for the obedience of Jesus the Christ. I thank you for your great love for us. I thank you um, that we have this amazing life to live in Christ because of your love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, well, I hope that I hope this morning has been um, a time for you to, to reflect, a time for you to, to hear, a time for you to Um, to enjoy uh, being with your family together and being with us and and us getting to be with you. We're so thankful for our whole church family um, everywhere that you're gathered. And we love you guys. Uh, A couple quick things before we go. One, um, if you want to give, like Ben was saying, you can give online, Um, go to outreachchurch.net. If you want your giving to be reflected in this year's giving statements, you have just a few days left now, uh, five days or so to do that. And so just log on to outreachchurch.net. You can give that way. Um, also, uh, be praying as we look forward to the move to Monaghan Baptist for our church family here in Greenville. And helping. Yes, yes. Prayer and putting hands to plow will definitely be it's gonna needed. It's going to take a lot of
1: work and it's going to be fun. So.
0: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We've got some rooms to remodel to make ready for our children. And we've got sound equipment to install. and. Um, there's gonna be a lot of things that we have to do and so we'll be announcing those days as we get our schedule figured out for sure but it's looking like the beginning of february we'll be starting to have services over there and we're really excited about that i'm really excited uh, for one service i really am i feel like it's going to be amazing for our church family mm-hmm. um and to to be able to um just have all for all the kids to, yeah and all come together for one service yeah. and everyone be together worshiping and Um, So if you guys, in our Ringe campus, if you guys be praying about that for us, and um, even though you're not here to help physically, you can help by praying that that the Lord would supply everything we need, but that also everything would go smooth in the transition. um, That would be amazing. We're Um,
1: really excited for unity in the body of Christ. We're so excited to get to know the people at Monaghan. And we know that it's the Lord's heart for his bride, his body, to Love one another and to mm-hmm. be in unity, even if there are differences. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's that's going to be powerful. Yeah. I really, um, I really think it's going to be. Their hearts have been so amazing through this whole process. Just, you know, how kingdom minded they are and how uh, welcoming and and um, just kind they've been through this whole thing. So we're really excited about that. We're excited about 2022. Yes. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like exactly, but I know that we will see the goodness of God in the land yes. of the living. And we have confident expectation of seeing his goodness. Um, So we'll see you guys in 2022. Enjoy the rest of this week with your friends and your family. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you soon.